May Allah's blessings, peace, and mercy be upon us. We thank Allah. We believe in Him. We ask for His help. We seek refuge in Him from the evils of our actions. Dear respected brothers and sisters, Iranian scholar and thinker Sayyid Hussein Nasr states in one of his books, there is no peace possible among humans unless there is peace and harmony with nature. And in order to have peace and harmony with nature, one must be in harmony and balance with heaven and ultimately with the source, of, source and origin of all things. The supreme principles of our religion, which will lead to happiness in the hereafter, are essentially principles that are compatible with human nature. They are also guides for the peace and the welfare of humanity in this world and for the improvement of the earth. The essence of Islam, which is a way of life, is peace, well-being, and moderation. By surrendering to the religion of Allah, we declare that we are in fact in favor of harmony, order, and peace. We promise that we are responsible for reconstructing ourselves first, and then the world we live in. The main thing is to live a decent life on earth and to strive to preserve and develop peace, tranquility, balance, and order. In other words, both our human relations and our relationship with nature must comply with the order determined by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be based on moral and conscientious principles. Concepts such as mischief, ruthlessness, cruelty, or fitna never go hand in hand with the spirit of Islam. Our religion is based on common sense, conscientiousness, and compassion. The important point is that these qualities should not be understood only as features that should be observed in, in human relations. Instead, a Muslim acts with common sense and a sense of responsibility towards the natural environment we live in. Essentially, with every being thing, we come into contact. The human being is not a creature isolated in nature and has no connection with other beings. He who was created from soil and will return to it is a part of the nature in which he lives. While using the countless blessings and entrusted to him, the human being must show the same care towards other creatures as he does to keep himself alive. For a Muslim should see nature and all objects with which he is in contact as a sign and blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
Therefore, there is an existential relationship between the earth and man. The Prophet said, the earth has been made a masjid for me. Considering that masjids are sacred, private, clean and protected places, it is necessary to act with common sense, justice and compassion towards the realm of existence as a whole. However, we see that the ontological integrity and unity between man and the realm of existence is beginning to deteriorate with the secular mindset nurtured by modernity. How sad it is today humans who are the captives of their worldly desires and ambitions fail to establish a friendly, fair and humane relationship with nature. The human being whose bond with the transcendent has weakened, even broken, has moved away from the consciousness of trust and has come to claim that he has the right to dominate the existence. The secular materialist worldview, which carries man to the position of a supreme being, almost suggests there is no truth that transcends man but man. Man is not responsible for nature. This approach brings to mind the mentality of ignorance, which recognizes no moral principles, deifies human desires and interests, and is dominated by the wickedness. In it, the worldly powers and human desires are the main reference instead of the will of Allah and the order he has set. The result of this is a kind of heedless and cruel people and society that tyrannize the universe. It is not possible for a society that doesn't get along well with nature to be civilized or build a solid civilization. As stated in Surah Al-Baqarah, a person who does not fear that does not fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and becomes arrogant only produces mischief. And when they leave you they strive throughout the land to spread mischief in it and destroy crops and cattle. Allah does not like mischief. On the contrary, the relationship of a sane Muslim with the universe and nature basically has a metaphysical and spiritual background. A Muslim cannot approach nature and living things in isolation from the sacred values he believes in. A conscious Muslim knows that the realm of existence is the work, trust and grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna fi khalq as-samawati wal-ardi wa ikhtilaf al-layli wa al-nahar la ayatin li ulil albab 
الذين يذكرون الله قياما وقعودا وعلى جنوبهم ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والارض ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك فقنا عذاب النار indeed in the creation of the heavens and the earth and the alternation of the day and night there are signs of signs for people of reason they are those who remember Allah while standing, sitting and lying, lying on their sides and reflect on the creation of the heavens and, and the earth and pray, oh, our Lord, you have not created all of these without purpose. Glory be to you, protect us from the torment of the fire. In another words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَا تَسْقُضُ مِنْ وَرَقَةٍ إِلَّا يَعْلَمُهَا Not even a leaf falls without his knowledge. A sensible person who knows that nature and all creatures come into existence at every moment by Allah's creation is a candidate to serve it, beautify it, and to build it up, not to dominate or to corrupt it. As long as we have a strong God-centered religious spiritual background in our relationship with nature, this state of consciousness will produce order, harmony, and improvement, not destruction and mischief. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created everything in the universe according to a measure, a predestination. Both the laws that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in the universe and the divine laws that he has determined for our eternal salvation do not allow excesses. Each of them is a manifestation of the principles of balance. Our Lord says, He has raised up the sky. He has set the balance so that you may not exceed in the balance. Observe the correct weight with fairness and do not make waning deficient. Like the magnificent balance and harmony in the cosmos, the life of a person who is a microcosm can only be, can only be increased in value and beautified with the principles, principles of balance, moderation and justice. We are the members of the Prophet Muhammad Ummah who would view affectionately even a mountain and say, we love Uhud and Uhud loves us. We follow his path who says, if the resurrection were established upon one of you, while he has in his hand a sapling, then let him plant it. The term Ummatun Wasatun, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses for the ideal Muslim society 
essentially refers to a society that follows the middle path in all areas of life. It also determines the attitude that should be taken towards nature. There is no idea of dominating over nature in Islamic thought. We never feel a sense of victory over nature. We are the keeper of nature. A Muslim who aspires to keep Allah's attributes such as justice and mercy alive within the limits of being human being, approaches not only humans, but all creatures with this awareness. Our Prophet said, when a believer dies, he attains Allah's mercy and gets rid of the torments and troubles of the world. When a sinner dies, people, cities, trees and animals are freed from his grasp and are at rest. All creatures meet in the same purpose and action to glorify the Holy One, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. While we glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our own language, nature glorifies Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in its own language. أَلَمْ تَرَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يُسَبِّحُ لَهُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَالطَّيْرُ صَافَّاتِ كُلٌّ قَدْ عَلِمَ صَلَاتَهُ وَتَسْبِيحَهُ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ بِمَا يَفْعَلُونَ Do you not see that Allah is glorified by all those in the heavens and the earth, even the birds as they saw? Each knows the manner of prayer and glorification, and Allah has perfect knowledge of all they do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands the mountains and the birds to glorify with Dawood alayhi salam. Ya jibalu awwibi ma'ahu wa tayr. O mountains, pronounce with him Allah's purity repeatedly, and you too, O birds. In that case, what is expected from human beings is to give up using a commanding language to natural beings and to develop a friendly relationship with them based on love, mercy, and justice. Therefore, we must seek and discover the laws of this order and make it a space where religious and moral goals can be realized. This is both a human and a religious duty because human beings were created as successes. The most important sign of this is the reconstruction of the world. God's answer is as follows. When the angels fear that the human being who is caliph will cause mischief, I know what you don't know. This verse indirectly shows that the primary duty of children of Adam is maintaining and preserving current order. Dear brothers and sisters, then let us be more sensitive towards the nature that is entrusted to us by our, by our Lord, the Creator. Let us not forget that one day 
We will be brought to account for everything by the owner of all things entrusted to us. Let us continue our lives as conscious of the fact that the earth belongs to not only humans, but also all living creatures. Ala inna ahsan al-kalami wa ablagha al-nizam, kalam Allah al-malik al-aziz al-allam, kama qala Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala fi al-kalam, وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنْصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ